From our creative studios here in Northern California, you are listening to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am your host, Sonia Paz. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Are you an artist and sometimes you feel like you have some habits that are working for you and then you feel like there's habits that are just not working for you and you need to fix these? Well, today is your lucky day because we are on episode 71 and I am your host, Sonia Paz. We are here on the Rockstar Mentor Podcast and I am going to talk to you today about the top bad habits that artists have. So if you have been listening for a while, you know by now, you definitely know by now that I am a to the point, no punches pulled. I am going to tell you the way it is in regards to art business. And today we are going to indeed be talking about some of the worst habits that artists have. And not only do I speak of these from experience, but I have worked with so many people who have a lot of bad habits, and they don't even realize that they may be hindering their business. So what we're going to do today is cover probably about six or seven of the worst bad bad habits that I have seen and how to spin it so that they turn out to be something that works for you and that you can turn around and make sure that you can curb these habits to make it beneficial. So not only are you getting more collectors and you're getting more attention, but you are creating more art and you are making sales. So number one, a lot of people have the really, really bad habit of having a great mailing list, which is a plus, and you're collecting addresses and you are getting information for people who are interested in your art. But then there's the big giant fail. And that fail is that you are not following up. It's one thing to have the book. It's one thing to have the guest book. It's one thing to have all the numbers and names and contacts. But if you're not doing anything with it, then why are you wasting time? Why are you, why do you have this book? So the first one here is follow up with your prospects. There is interested parties out there. You do not want to be one of the statistics and one of the stereotypes of the flaky artist. So if you have the bad habit of getting all of this great data and doing nothing with it, then boom, you're going to fail. It is not going to be a win-win for you. And I don't mean you're going to fail as you're going to crash and burn, but you will stumble. You will stumble to the point where you're going to be worrying about Why isn't anyone following up with you? Why aren't you getting the phone calls? And why aren't the calls pouring in? Because you have to do the work. You have to plant the seed and you have to water the seed and watch it grow. So number one, make sure that you follow up. I have episode, previous episode 14, which is called The Fortune of Follow-Up, and This episode is a cherished, one of my favorites, because it will tell you exactly what you need to do to follow up. 
So if you have a chance, or what I'm going to say, not if you have a chance, but when you get a moment, when you're finished with this episode, listen up. It's a free episode, everyone. Episode 14. Go ahead, have a listen. It's great. It will definitely teach you what you need to do to start getting the wheels in motion to follow up with your customers. The second one, and I'm going to tell you, first of all, that all of these um, steps that are the habits, the bad habits that we're talking about today is not in any specific order. This is just how my brain worked on getting these notes together for this episode. So it's not in any specific order. So, but I am going to jump into number two, which is the failure to launch. Why are you thinking so much about it? Why aren't you just getting it done? Get the art out there. I mean, what is hindering you from holding back? What is holding you back so that you can't just make this happen? I know so many artists, talented, talented artists, and a lot of them are friends of mine who just him and haw about getting the work out there to book the show, to get the portfolios together, or to just apply for a lot of these shows that are out there. So failure to launch, that's the second one. You have 100% control on making this work for you. If you need extra help, reach out to me. We can put a plan together to make it really, really beneficial for you to be able to connect with people, connect with the galleries, connect with the people putting on the shows so that you can have the opportunity to showcase your work and shine. Number three, do you spend more time complaining? Then creating, ugh, bad habit, lose it, snooze it, put it to the side, get over it. If you all have listened to my podcast, or if you know me personally, when it comes to your art business, I'm going to be a no BS. I'm going to hit you right where it counts. And I'm going to give you the straight skinny on what you need to do to perform well in your art business. So this is what is making number three. One of my favorites is If you are complaining about having not enough time to create, or if you're complaining about not having enough customers, or if you're complaining because the phone isn't ringing off the hook and the complaints are thicker than the creative module that you need to get the gears in motion to create and perform and be an amazing artist with your art business, break that habit. Make the time. Take it does you know you are your own boss. You can set the time up. It can be fifteen minutes an evening. It could be two hours before work, two hours after work. If you are doing this now and you're you know this, the art business is your side hustle, and you have a regular eight to five job that is paying the bills right now. Make the time. Whether it's after the kids go to bed. Heck, that's what I did when I started painting. I was work, I mean, not start painting, but when I started to really, really want this business to become something of a full-time dream and a full-time profession, I made the time. I was so energized to be creative and I was so enthusiastic on being able to pour myself into my art. I had two small kids. I was a single parent and I made the time. Whether I... Let me just tell you this much. When the kids went to bed, that's when I would get the paints out there on the dining room table and I'd work. I'd paint until, you know, a good couple of hours. 
at least uh, at least until David Letterman came on. And when he was done, I knew it was time to go to bed. And the next day was going to be a fresh new day. I didn't have the time to complain about not having the time to do these things. You have to make the time. So if you're spending more time complaining than creating, it's a bad habit. Work through it. Make the time, even if it's a few minutes a day. Whatever you can do to be your best creative self, that's what you need to do. Number four. Okay, so number four, I have heard this time and time again. And all I want to say is that if you are going to be a true artist with your art business, create from passion. Do not create from thinking that you're going to create a gimmick and that you're going to be in an, in the art industry and then you're going to be out of the art industry. Yes, I know there are a lot of artists, a lot of really, really famous artists who have made it by being a gimmick. I'm not saying any names. I know you all know who I'm talking about, but some of them pride themselves in the fact that they have created an art business and they have fooled the art community by being simply a gimmick. So if you really want this to work for you and that's your endeavor is to just create some sort of gimmicky art then maybe this podcast is not for you and maybe other business podcasts to gear you in the right direction is not for you. And if you're listening to this and that is sort of what your thing is, then I guess thank you for listening in. But if you really want to be a professional and savvy in the art business and whatever creative services that you're providing, just be true. Be true to yourself. Um, I really, really enjoy helping other people launch their businesses and put together plans that they can certainly strive and flourish and just grow within from the bottom up. And there really is no working from the very top floor up. I know it works for some people, and that's a very, very small margin. And those are the things that you hear about have happened if someone was discovered and then boom, they had a sellout show. You know, we're all here. We're all here. We're trying to work it, trying to learn as much as we can from the ground up. And one of those things is just to be patient and be true to yourself, be true to your art and be true to your collectors. So with that said, I'm going to move on to number five. And this is one of those topics where they say imitation is the best form of flattery. Yes, that's right. We are talking about copycat artists. Now, I'm the first one to say that if you're inspired by an art or an artist or a topic and you use another artist's work to practice and to hone in your skills, that's great. But what I'm talking about is an artist who pretty much scrubs the Internet and finds what art is selling really, really well, and decides to just go off on their own tangent and create and pretty much copy verbatim, exactly, that other artist's work and pawns it off at their own. Now, I have gone into great detail on episode two, which was the um, defining your own style. So if you have a chance to download episode two and have a listen to that, you'll learn a lot of really great things. But, you know, a lot of the bad habits is that they get, and I, and I say this, that it's probably just innocently on most, on most accounts, but on some, some other accounts, 
it's pretty intentional, but you have someone who's creating a different style and they find six or seven artists that they love and that those artists are selling a lot of work. So then they think, okay, well, this is great. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to paint like Mr. Artist down the street where he paints pop surrealism. And then I'm going to see how those sell. Then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to paint like this other artist whose artwork is very whimsical and fantasy-like because they sell a lot of work. And that creates a really bad habit of not being true to yourself again, but you're actually, you know, to a point plagiarizing other works and you're not truly getting into the definition of your own style. And that can turn into a really, really bad habit. So if you can take a lot of what you learn and if you're inspired by other artists, that is amazing and that's great. But when you're turning around and you're taking those artists and basically marketing it as, hey, I can paint whatever, come see me. The true collectors, they see through it. They see that it's it's a, an issue. They're not going to collect you. Do you really want to be the artist that is charging a fraction of the cost just to have something up on a wall because you're copying someone else? No. Bad habit. Break it. Be true to your own self. Listen to episode two, and you will learn a lot from that. Number six, one of my favorite topics is building personal relationships. That is one of the things that I can say would be the best habit. This goes kind of hand in hand with the first thing that I had mentioned about not following up. Building the personal relationship is about following up, and it is about being true to yourself, talking with your collectors making sure your collectors know that you are there for them on the long haul, that you are a true art professional creating wonderful works for them and letting them know that you're creating from the heart. One of the bad habits I see is that a lot of artists don't want to share or don't really want to talk to the customer. And if that's the case, and I understand, trust me, I understand that there are a lot of artists that are introverted and that is understandable. That is their personality. I'm not asking you to change your personality, but what I am asking you to do is when given the opportunity to talk with a customer or a client so they can get to know you better, get a bit out of your comfort zone, everyone. Take that leap and just commit yourself to having personal relationships with people. These folks are collecting your work. They are spending good money on taking a piece of you home with them so that they can enjoy it. You have no idea what kind of a gift this is until you start to do it. So not building enough of your customer base and not having enough relationships. I don't even want to say it's a bad habit. It's just, it's, I want you to develop a better habit, the better habit to make sure that you can really zone in and touch base with customers so that they can trust you, that they know that you are a true professional and that they can rely on you. Even you have no idea how many friendships that have evolved for me just by building up that personal relationship. And at that point, you know, when they purchase something from you or acquire an artwork from you, it is a true gift. Last but not least, 
I have number seven. And this is, of course, not the last for this episode of this segment. We're going to come back probably in a few episodes down the road and talk more about how to curb certain habits. But number seven is I have seen a lot of artists get a real bad habit of being really disenchanted at a show because they're not selling anything. And I'll tell you that not every show you're going to have a sold out show. If you do, great. If you don't, and if you don't, it is okay. There are a lot of times where artists will have amazing, amazing bodies of work, but then for whatever reason, they don't have a sold out show or they may not even have many red dots on the paintings that they're, they have on exhibition. And you know what? That is okay. But when you start wearing your emotion and your expressions right out there for everyone to see how disgruntled you are because of this, it's a turnoff, big, giant turnoff. And that is a huge bad habit that I've seen with men, with women, with older people, with younger people. And you have to just really, really maintain that professionalism. Don't be that poor sport. I'll tell you a little story. I had a group show at my gallery, I want to say back in 2010, and it was a weekend show, and it was a long weekend. A lot of the artists made sales, and I'll tell you right now, I didn't make that many sales because one, first of all, I was running the show, and it was an exhibit at my gallery, and that was okay because I know that I was making personal relationships. And I know that I had taken down all the information and I knew exactly who I was going to be following up with. And I just felt good because the vibe of the show was a success. However, there was one gentleman in our show who sat there the whole weekend with the biggest sourpuss face I had ever seen. I have never have encountered such poor sportsmanship in my life. And I will say that up front and personal. In fact, it started to become obvious to the other artists. And those other artists were actually humored by how crazy this this behavior was. And it turned everyone off. Now, lo and behold, at the very last, with the last half hour of the show on a Sunday afternoon, this person did get somebody who had come in and did buy some artwork. And he was just all excited and happy, and he was flaunting the fact that he had made the sale. But I will tell you, never again. I would never again have that person in the show. I pretty much kept my distance because I thought, you know what, this is a is a bad habit, and this is this does not work well with others. This put a damper on the show to a degree, and it. I don't want to say it was the running joke for the last few hours of the show, but it was to the point where it was almost humorous and I felt actually pretty sorry for this person. But the fact is he did end up making a sale at the very last minute and the attitude was not gratitude. I have a really great episode called Attitude Versus Gratitude, which is episode five. I would love it if you would tune into that one. But the point is, everyone, is that expecting a sold out show whenever you have an exhibition, the chances are that that's not going to happen every time. It may not happen a lot of the time and it may happen a lot of the time. So just go with the stride. 
if you have that habit of just getting into the deeper, darker dooms of, you know, being in a funk and you're wearing that all over your face and all over your sleeve and all over your body language at a show, it's, it's not fun for anyone. So if I can tell you that last bit of advice to just lose that and have some dignity and, and some excitement and look at the glass half full, look at the glass of other prospects that you'll be making Be inspired by other artists and network with other artists when you are at a show. Now, I know that that's hard for a lot of you, but this is one of the things I've been talking about throughout the last 70 episodes is to network with other artists. And you will find that when you can network with other people and you can gain some real respect with other artists, as well as building up your list of people who love love you and your art, then these habits, you're going to look back and go, wow, that really worked. And you will feel great about yourself. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Did you know that you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rockstar? Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can download onto your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And for you, the listeners of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rockstar. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash rockstar. For your free audiobook. Hey everyone, I just also want to make an announcement that I have been working diligently on building the YouTube channel for Rockstar Mentor. And I am transitioning, not transitioning, but actually, in addition to the podcast, I'm taking the recordings from the podcast and making those into a YouTube channel. I do realize that a lot of folks like YouTube versus the podcast format. So, If you are a YouTube subscriber, definitely go and find us on Rockstar Mentor. I will be putting the link in the show notes of this episode. I would love it if you would subscribe. It really, really means a lot, not only if you go onto iTunes or Stitcher Radio or Google Play, but if you will go onto our new channel at Rockstar Mentor and subscribe, I am slowly taking... It's, it, I'm doing these about six or seven episodes at a time. I'm taking these, I'm turning the audio into a video and putting those up onto YouTube so that you can listen from there. I also want to mention that we, I have been posting more on the Rockstar Mentor <laughs> Instagram page as well as the our Twitter page, which is actually Crush It Mentor. And all of these links and Everything will be in the show notes for this episode. If you are new to this podcast, I just want to mention again that I am Sonia Paz, the creator and host of Rockstar Mentor. Not only is this a podcast, but I have a whole coaching program that you can contact me directly. If you feel that you'd like some one-on-one information and training from me, you can reach out to me at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. The website has everything on there. And I also have some freebies on there that I would 
love to give to you, simply subscribe to our newsletter on the website and I will make sure to get out those free downloads to you as soon as possible. I have a ton of value-packed information and free information for all of you, whether you are a digital artist, whether you are a flower designer trying to get your art out there, whether you are a painter, you are a cake decorator, whatever it is, if you're a calligrapher, oh my God, the list goes on, painter, jeweler, whatever, and you really, really, really want to rock it in this art industry and get the most you can and be so successful at selling your art, I have been there. I have created my own product line with over 700 products. We have every have sold everything and had a lot of things manufactured, so I have the know-how and the savvy to help you out if you want to extend your art business or if even you want to create your own product line. I can help you. Check out rockstarmentor.com. And again, I'm your host, Sonia Paz. That is a wrap today for for this episode 71. Uh, Get a hold of your bad habits and turn them around and look at that glass half full rather than half empty. Keep a smile on your face and be kind to others. Everyone, you have a great week and we will talk with you soon. Peace out, y'all.